0: Hello everybody, and welcome to the third uh, spoiler cast for our best picture, what am I calling it? Best picture, uh, you know what? I don't
1: don't think you ever came up with it.
0: We should probably scrap this, but I'm going to keep going. Uh, It's the best picture recap, is what I'm calling it. Um, Today guys, we're going to be talking a little bit about Arrival. Uh, Of course, I am Jacob Lacey, one of your hosts, joined again today as always by Aaron Hahn. Hello. So, up? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Of course, if you don't know the rundown for the Best Picture recaps, uh, we're going to start out a little bit spoiler-free and then make our way into deep spoilers. So, just be aware of that. Um, yeah, so if you haven't seen Arrival, uh, click away. Watch Arrival. Uh, we love Arrival here at the podcast. My number four movie of the year, I think I settled on. Um, which is my number three. Yeah. Which is weird to me. Like I, I, when I saw this, I was like, there's no way anything beats this this year. But then we got Manchester by the Sea and then we got La La Land and The Witch, man, it just, it stuck with me and it kept jumping, kept jumping those ranks. Um, so yeah, uh, Arrival. Aaron, spoiler free, what'd you think of it?
1: I absolutely loved it. Just, I mean, obviously, I could point to all the non-spoilery elements. You know, like the fantastic directing, fantastic acting. Yes, the score is incredible. I awarded that the Aaron for best original score. You did,
0: which was a strange choice. I haven't listened to it since I since I saw the film. So uh, maybe I need to give that another listen.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've listened to it like the the full soundtrack, I've listened to it like two or three times since watching the movie. And it, it, it really is a fan- fascinating, uh isolated viewing or listening experience. Okay. And I do think, as I said in that uh post, I do think there's something incredible about like a film all about language, then kinda using like the vocal sounds of both like the English language and then uh the aliens like whale-like moans and kind of like mixing them into this the soundtrack yeah. in that way and it's just like really incredibly powerful fits perfectly thematically with it all right but then if we were, since this is a spoiler podcast getting into the spoilers the ending or you know you know what i'm talking about the the big reveal yes of the the flashback flash forwards whatever concurrent timeline, <laughs> yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And time timeline. isn't a line, Aaron.
0: It's not a line. All right? What? No. Uh, I don't know. I'm <laughs> just making stuff up. Um, No, uh totally agree. Right when that happened, I was like, yep, this movie's fantastic. Like, up until that point, I'm like, I like this a lot. I'm I'm enjoying this. I, I like... um the design of the aliens. They're basically like squid slash hands. I thought, now this would have been horribly cliched and I would have bashed this movie if it did it, but I thought those were going to be like the alien's hands and then like it's going to like lower its head or whatever. It's just a I big alien. I
1: oh, that's where they were going, like when she actually like steps inside their room and they like yeah. start panning up. So you see more of the full body, and yeah. it starts to look like a wrist, and then going up, yeah. and you're like, oh no. No, they go for something
0: totally different and weird and unique for the design, and I think that's awesome. Because uh, so often we just see, hey, you're an alien, and you have a big head, and you're green. <laughs> alien. <laughs> but uh, this time, we have something uniquely designed and thought out and that's always nice to see um especially the way all right so obviously in spoilers I freaking love the way they like write or they just kind of shoot ink out or I don't know if they ever said what it was that they were shooting out they shoot it out and it forms their words or it's and then just man the whole linguistic side of this film which is most of the film, but still. Not something you'd think this movie was going to get into. When, when you think of alien arrival movies, you're like, oh, well, we're obviously going to shoot some aliens. <laughs> That's what we do here in America. <laughs> but uh, no, this movie uh, decides to take a, an intellectual approach where we're like, hey, let's talk to these aliens. Let's figure out what's going on. Let's learn their language. Let's let's treat them as living beings
1: <laughs> with and I really like, feelings I and we, emotions. We talked about this off the podcast after we had seen it or something. But you, you were—I really like the point you made. Where it's like this film is so opposed to becoming kind of like like that cliche action film. Yeah. That even when like the soldiers try to you know like attack the ship, they don't actually show. Heaven's all their off screen. Life. Yeah, it happens all off screen. And like, and I think that was a really smart decision.
0: It's not even like you're just hearing utter carnage outside. People dying, being blown to bits. You just hear a few gunshots and you're like, I understand what's happening. And they don't need to show anymore. And they don't need to say anymore. It's never really mentioned again. But it, it treats you like the intellectual it wants you to be, this movie. <laughs> um, it's like, hey, you know you understand. You can see what's happening in this movie. We don't need to spell everything out for you. And, uh, I think that's really another thing it does well. It shows instead of tells a lot of the time, which I think is a big problem in movies right now. (laughs) What was, uh, oh, I mean Split. Split tells instead of shows like everything. Um, You'll hear on the podcast on Thursday. Um, Not a big fan, but This movie is the exact opposite. It it lets you come to conclusions uh, about what's happening, even when the final reveal comes, where it's like, "Hey, she can see through time. This is her kid." It never spells that out. It's like, "Hey, you understand? Like, you are smart. Figure this movie out." I love that so much.
1: What we were talking about? Which movie was treating people like they were idiots? Oh no, that was just just, DC. Yeah,
0: DC. (laughs) Just DC. Yeah.
1: Um, but they're like, oh, I can't have two Supermen, but. Yeah. But the... yeah, no, like, this is a film that's like, hey, you're not an idiot. Like, the, yeah. the fact that, like, these kind of, like, weird, like, you know, time relativity and all these quantum mechanics and stuff, like, you're, like, you're seeing this pop up in so much sci fi. Mm-hmm. Like, this and Interstellar are obviously very yes. similar in many respects. And I love that that's kind of getting mainstream, like, those kind of high end scientific concepts, you know? Yeah, man. Um, This is very much in the same realm
0: as Interstellar. I think I like this movie more than Interstellar, personally. Mostly because it's at a more manageable length, that might be.
1: Fair point. Uh, Interstellar I like Interstellar better, but that's just because... I love Interstellar. (laughs) Do not get me
0: wrong. I love Interstellar. Um, And maybe I need to watch this movie a few more times. Maybe my opinions will change as far as which one I like more. But it's in the same vain as interstellar and uh edge of tomorrow even to an extent where there's smart sci-fi something we are
1: finally getting
0: again <laughs> which is awesome um of course i mean
1: i don't know if it ever left it just kind of left like the big budget right blockbuster realm
0: well yeah and you got you know, which is sci-fi in a different sense uh which is right. also smart um but yeah, it's up to the forefront again, which is exciting. Which means we're going to get awesome stuff. We're also going to get horrible stuff. Um, like life looks horrible, but <laughs> hey, man, um, it doesn't look bad. <laughs> it's oh my god! All right, I can't even defend it. Quick, quick, quick! <laughs> side were, shoot
1: like the new trailer when they're like slowly reading "Good Night Moon," and you're just like, nope. This is where I draw the line. Like I've all these not seen that one of classic pop songs like i could handle this but when you're trying to do a slow creepy rendition of Good Night moon <laughs> oh my god
0: that I is horrible like... so now quick side tangent i do want to talk about life for just a moment you know many podcasts we can do whatever we want you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to listen if you it's not the main show um
1: yeah what are you gonna do not listen to us yeah i dare you <laughs> a lot of
0: people already do that you're not special <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, no, please listen, um, but, uh, Life looks, it was before Split, the trailer, and I'm like, everything in it, I'm just like, this does not look good, it looks like Alien in Gravity, they're, they're this. it's the same movie, guys, did no one during the production Bad. of Life be like, did anyone notice this seems like near, like, lawsuit levels of close to Alien, no one, <laughs> all right. Are you sure? It's like near lawsuit levels of close to alien. <laughs> we're, just
1: gonna, we're just gonna cast uh, Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal, then people won't. People won't they won't. It. You're messing around with your
0: microphone and it's picking it up.
1: It's no, hitting. It's, it's hitting
0: your jacket. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, life. Not what we're talking about.
1: Like, they'll be like they'll be distracted by Ryan Reynolds' face, and they'll be like. Hey, that guy's got a pretty good face. I not hey, this movie. He's got a good face. He's got a, yeah. got a good face. <laughs> he's gonna go I'm places. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like Leatherface now. Yeah. like, <laughs> that's a nice face. I want that face.
0: <laughs> Aaron, Arrival. Um, so, Jeremy Renner, also fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that reveal, man, also where it's like, hey... Because she's talking to this kid throughout the whole movie, and it's like, oh, go talk to your dad about it. He's the one who's into math. And for some reason, no one picks up on it that that's him, even though the whole movie you're like, he loves math. Like Everyone's like, maybe she just likes guys who are into math. I don't know. Maybe that's her thing. But no, you're just... The movie works so well with your expectations of how flashbacks work. Um,
1: Right, I think think this was like a reviewer who pointed it out it might have been the av club's review when it's kind of like it kind of like plays off of that kind of idea of a, having a tragic backstory for your yeah main character kind of like the, like the gravity thing yeah it's like oh sandra bullock is like i had lost a child on earth and all that stuff and then this is coming and you're like oh so it's another space movie where the main actress had lost a child before you're like okay yeah. I understand what they're going for, but then you get to the end, and you're like, oh, no, that's not it at all. No,
0: yeah. Ooh. This movie's
1: so much better than Gravity, <laughs> even though Gravity's good. <laughs> Gravity is great, but this is better than Gravity. That's
0: that's the other smart sci-fi movie that I was trying to think of, Gravity. Um, but, yeah, just that, those excellent moments. The Just the opening five minutes where you're just like, I cried at the opening five... It's like up, man. Or it's just like, if you can tell an interesting and heartwarming story and your opening five minutes, by all means do it. And by all means, I'm going to cry at it. Because, holy crap, just her daughter dying in the beginning of the movie. Like, kids can't die in the beginning of movies. That's, that's a little too much for me, all right? You, you got the dead kid thing. But, but it all works out in the end. Um, yeah, man. Just the whole, when they figure out that they've arrived, I mean, didn't. <laughs> um, uh, yep. when she's in the classroom, she's like, why is no one here? <laughs> and they're like, hey, you might want to turn on the TV. And they're like, hey, there's aliens here. And Amy Adams is just like, All right, well, let's cancel class. Like, Amy Adams' performance in this is great. And Mm -hmm. you're like, why is she... Because they cut from her dead daughter into her class stuff. And you're like, she's so dour and sad about life because her kid died. It's like, no, she doesn't even have a kid yet. And then when you find that out, it's just like, oh, man... I don't know why I can't speak eloquently about this movie right now, but it's because I love it so much. Like this is—it's like obviously don't love it as much as La La Land, but it just hits that right part of my like nerd sci-fi like loving. Just mm, give me all them time paradox things, man. Give them all to me. Um, also, still messing with your microphone, <laughs> but it's just—it's rubbing up against. <laughs> um yeah but yeah uh the the yeah i I love time stuff so this just Mm -hmm. really scratched that itch for me something that we didn't really get at all this year other than this now that i'm thinking about it or not this year 2016 movies that dealt with time yeah i'd have to
1: look at what movies i saw
0: this year. yeah me too but But i think this is the only one that at least did it well so there's that i don't know anything else you want to say about arrive
1: I mean, I just also want to just touch on the fact that it was surprisingly... i do not It wasn't probably planned to be this relevant yeah. when, when they set the release You're date. right, you're right. I want to but touch on, on this as well. just like, oh, we should all, you know, work together and cooperate for the betterment of humanity. And it's... violence isn't always the answer. And that uh, communication is you know, the most <laughs> valuable thing we have.
0: It's a very humanitarian able film. We need to actually
1: express our ideas and opinions and stuff or else we're going to run into dangerous situations and escalate tensions. And you're just like, hey, you know, this is really relevant for when our president speaks at like a fourth grade level <laughs> and he's going to start <laughs> World War III any minute because of
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. That is, yes. Um, that is definitely a thing. Also, just really want a quick mention, uh, Doctor Strange kind of did that as well, but not quite to this oh, level. Oh, time. Like yeah. time stuff, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a very refreshing idea of just peace when the aliens come, maybe?
1: <laughs> and yet at the same time, as we've mentioned multiple times, it's very similar to uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Yeah, we've so talked it's about also that. also kind of like this thing, like, this is an idea that's been in the cultural consciousness for... 60 plus years or whatever and and we're still not getting it
0: (laughs) yeah well it's something that really we haven't touched on since the day the earth stood still really i mean we got the day the the...
1: remake no
0: that's Uh, a good (laughs)
1: film i've never actually seen it
0: neither have i but i'd I just remember it, there's more action in the day the earth stood still, like Which the remake. Kind of, ruins it's the not the point of, of the movie. <laughs> yeah, the point of the movie is make like that no into violence. Somewhere blockbuster. No, um, so like I mean, thinking about it, the day the earth stood still in the '50s, and then everything really after that is like aliens are here, time to blow oh. them up. <laughs> like, oh, well, how not did everything? Because we... you, got, you no. got close
1: encounters. You got yeah. E.T. E.T. to an extent. Again,
0: not everything, but the things that we as a pop culture look Then you got, like, Independence
1: to. Day, and I yeah. think that might have been what kickstarted started the whole kind of, like, we gotta blow them up for America. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, Transformers, uh, just, yeah. And, it's, it, like we just said, it's refreshing to have a film like this um, that is smart, treats its audience like they're smart. And tackles uh, humanitarian issues in a film about
1: aliens. Yep, like I said, I mean this is. I think La La Land was a better film, or Me at least too. I enjoyed it more. But I really wish this would win the best picture, just, just because, because sci-fi. I want you know, I want the oscars to now, to actually uh give us sci-fi film the win and you know i think a film like this with a message like this mm-hmm. i think that's a message we need to award as opposed to just kind of like hey hollywood's great hollywood is great though we made uh, birdman <laughs> win and argo win and the not artist not. win if, if, if you haven't gotten it yet
0: birdman great. <laughs> not hollywood and broadway what say you to that, And What say you? I say it's
1: not enough of a difference.
0: <laughs> um, so Arrival. Uh, very much one of our favorite movies of the year. Very much one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. Um, very, very excited to see more from Denis Villeneuve uh
1: the director because of this film i'm much more excited for the blade runner film Mm -hmm. sequel see i haven't seen blade runner yet so i need to you have until october
0: yeah but also harrison ford's in it and i'm like i just want more harrison ford so just give me some of that
1: um, he's just gonna re- be reprising like every single one of his d- old movie roles. Dude, robots.
0: who even cares anymore? Just we need to get this man on screen more before, you know yeah. The inevitable
1: happens Um. Before 2016 strikes again <laughs> 2016, was over. the revenge <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, also he's uh, doing the Dune remake as well, did you see?
1: Yes, I saw that. That will be interesting.
0: Yeah. um, Kind of sucks that we're getting him on not original ideas. I mean, not that yeah. Arrival is really an original idea. It's, like, based on a short story or whatever. But still, mm-hmm. fairly original. Um, whereas now he's making late sequels and now a reboot. So I'm kind of like, eh, guys, he's very good, though. Maybe we don't do this. Uh, but... You know, teach their own. If he wants to do that, awesome. Just get him on that Batman movie, bro. If you're gonna if he's gonna go down this road, let's get him on Batman. Yeah. Alright. That's how we've settled it. Arrival. Proof that Denis Villeneuve should direct Batman. The Batman,
1: I think they're calling it. Is that what we've settled on?
0: Yeah. That's that's, that's okay. <laughs> all we've learned in this podcast. Uh guys, thank you for listening. Um We will come back at you next week with another brand new uh, spoiler cast for Hell or High Water. Uh, I will watch it before uh, this podcast. Because, of course, guys, we're covering every best picture candidate that we've seen. (laughs) Um, I'm sure we'll be talking about Hacksaw Ridge and
1: Manchester by the Sea as
0: well, but not until after the Oscars. So, you know, we're going to try and talk about them all, hopefully. But I need to see fences, man. That's that's the only one that I'm really missing now. And yeah, you've
1: seen more than I have. Yeah, because I've only seen four of the nine, and we've already covered three of them. I've seen seven of the nine now. Yeah. So the other one besides fences, then? Hell or high water. Oh, right,
0: right. <laughs> yeah, the one that I'm guaranteed to like. So I I'm very much excited for this movie. Uh, but anyway, guys. Uh, we'll see you again next week with that. I'll uh, we'll see you on Thursday with a brand new podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about... Uh, I already forgotten. We just recorded The bye-bye it. man. The bye-bye man. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the DC. The, how we fix DC. So stay tuned for that, guys. Uh, we'll see you all next time. Goodbye.